Welcome to the Country Hipster Podcast. My name is Paul. I am the Country Hipster. That music you just heard was none other none other than the Unholy Four from Charlottesville, Virginia, and their hit song, Dirty Knife. Uh, we made it a hit song. Um, it was not before it became our theme song, so it was a hit song. But you can check it out on Spotify and Apple Music, and you can follow the Unholy Four on Instagram and Bandcamp, and you can listen to them on Bandcamp as well. So go check out the Unholy Four from Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, real quick. So some business, real quick, short business, but not a whole lot of business going on right now. Um, tomorrow night, Friday, December 1st, I am playing at the Bristol AOH, start 730-ish, um, and I have a someone joining me. I am actually playing the evening with uh, Megan from the Natterjacks. The Natterjacks are another uh, Philadelphia-area Irish rock band, and uh, Megan is a, a very gifted uh, fiddle player and uh, singer, and she'll be a... Uh, We'll be doing a duo show on a Friday night at the Bristol AOH in Bristol, uh, Pennsylvania. So um, it's uh, as you can see, we got a little bit of little bit of weirdness going on here. Um, to my immediate left in the Max Hedrum box is my co-host and brother Adam, the country field reporter, because that's that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I should be standing in front of like a highway. Or like a like a hurricane shoreline or something like that. I I don't disagree. I think that I think that would actually be quite excellent. If I feel like that. I should have like a microphone like right here, just like every time you talk to me, I'm gonna like pause for three seconds and then go. That's right, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that actually works. Plus, like especially with like that beard, if you put like 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 some weird like rain jacket on, you know what I mean? It just yeah. had like a fan blowing off to the side. We could be like, Oh my God, it's so windy out there and so rainy. It's, it's crazy. So it is. I mean, it's rainy. It's, if I step outside, it is raining. It's, so. it's raining crazy as fuck here too. in Ottsville too. We so could, uh, we can make this work. Yes. Yes. So, so the reason we are doing this is just because just logistics, I mean, literally, you know, we are in the middle of nowhere and scheduling and timing and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, what it goes down to is I put things in the calendar of my phone and then I forget about them completely. It's so it's all good. You know, you can set up reminders, right? No, that's the thing. I have a reminder, <laughs> but the reminder was like when I was reminded of it, my reminder wasn't set to go off for like another few hours. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. It happens to the best of us. But no, so so like I said, we've had some scheduling stuff. Last week was the Christmas episode. So we were supposed to film the episode we're doing right now. We were actually supposed to film it last Sunday, um, but we had scheduling issues with that. So um, I'll just I'm going to explain it again later. But next week's episode is going to actually be. Um, so our brother Mike, who's the box of Mike is named after, was coming up to be on this episode, the uh, the White Stripes. They still. How do you say it? how do you, how do you say that actually? What's the actual? I say they still. They still. Okay. All right. So there you go. So they still. Yeah. All right. Um. Days. Piece of shit as what really they should have called it. But at any rate, um, uh, he was supposed to be up here because he wanted to be on the thing with his schedule. He's like, oh, I'll come on Sunday. So then Adam, you know, had some stuff going on. So. You know, we had to, you know, push this episode back. Mike's still like, oh, I still want to come and get fucked up and maybe we can do something else. I was like, yeah, sure. So he came up and uh, we started a fire and then we decided to do um, 
what is going to be now next week's episode uh sticks paradise theater so it's a random record but like we already you know we already know what it was and that's you know i said to him last sunday morning i was just like you know what dude just pick an album pick any fucking album um i think i think we had talked about that about doing that before with like random records like you having people over and just be like we have this forty-five thousand square foot uh facility take a golf cart drive up and down the aisles and pick an album just pick an album and we'll talk about it yep yep i think that i think we should do that um oh yeah so since i just saw you take a swig what are you drinking there oh uh our brother zach uh for thanksgiving he he texted me and goes uh, he's like, I think I want to get like a fancier beer for Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm like, all right, fancy. I'm like, you drink Miller Lite, so anything is fancier than that. Exactly. Um, so what he did is actually he found a a twelve pack a twelve pack uh, variety pack, but every single beer was different, which I'd never seen anyone okay. do before. Same brewer or brewery or just all different brewers? Same, same brewery. Oh, okay, all, just twelve different Shiner. beers. Oh, so okay, okay. I'm drinking a Shiner Frost. It's the uh, Spetzel? Spe- Sp- Spatzel? Spatzel. Spatzel. Spatzel Brewery. Uh, so I'm drinking Shiner Frost right now. It's a uh, Dortmunder style. I don't know what the fuck that means, but okay. it's good. Beer made in the USA. All right. I Fucking think Texas. Yeah, down, I was about to sit down in Texas. I um I had gotten a uh, Saranac uh, winter sampler pack, so I am currently drinking the Saranac winter lager, um, which is very nice. It's a it's a six percent lager with a wildflower honey and cinnamon. I I don't taste any of that. Um, you know, you can definitely taste some spicy spices in there, and it's definitely like a darker lager. Um, but it's really nice. It's really nice as well. Um, so, but yes, yes. So back to it. I I got all like fucked up because i saw you i saw you do something i'm like i'm like oh look elephant but anyway um so uh yes so next week's episode is going to be sticks paradise theater adam will not uh be joining us which is another good thing that we're that we're doing it that we we were able to get that episode done last week and then we're doing it this this week um because i can't record this weekend because um we are having the birthday party for uh my beautiful daughter regina who will be one years old next week so um So that's very exciting. So, so we're a little bit, we're going to, we'll get a little bit ahead. Timelines a little like back and forth for these, you know, fa- past couple of weeks between the Christmas episode and, you know, this and that and the other thing. But, um, but yeah. So, Just so you know, even though we're on Skype, I am still checking this beer into the Otsuko record. Garage. That is beautiful. That is, that is the way to do it. Cause technically, I mean, you're here, but you're not here. You're, yeah. you're, you're here in more than just spirit, Adam. So, yeah. Mm hmm. By the way, this is really good. Is Shiner that? doesn't fuck around. Shiner makes good beer. I've had a few of their beers yeah. now that I've been pretty happy with. Yeah, so I was I was really upset because um, I used to work with a guy who like he raved and raved about Shiner Bach, how great Shiner Bach was, and how he would like all he could never find it up here, and how like every time he saw it, he'd buy like six cases of it. Um, and I was really upset because like then I started seeing Shiner Bach fucking everywhere. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because he um, bought it all and brought it up here and then resold yeah. it. <laughs> I uh, I tried it and it was good. So I was actually very upset because uh, there were twelve different shi- uh, Spatzel Spatzel uh-huh. beers in the in the pack, but the Shinerbach was not one of them. Uh-huh. Um, but everything else that I had in that pack was very good. Good, very nice, very nice, very nice. So, um, uh, why don't we move along to some factoids of uh, the White Stripes Day shit? album <laughs> um, 
<laughs> uh, one of those episodes. Uh, Stills, uh, it's the second studio album uh, from the White Stripes, released uh, June twentieth, uh, two thousand, on um, uh, Sympathy for the Record Industry is the name of the label. Okay. Um, uh, the album was actually uh, produced by Jack White, and um, it was uh, recorded on eight-track analog tape in his living room. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, this is the this album was rec- was the first album recorded after uh, the divorce of Jack and Meg from the White Stripes. Right, and this and um, it's the the second album because White Blood Cells was first, right? Am I correct in that? No, no, no. White, uh, it was the White Stripes, then this, and then White Blood Cells oh, okay. after this. Oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, I knew it was, yeah, okay. I, I knew it had white in the title. Yeah. <laughs> um, the album takes its name from the De Stilge art movement, um, which uh, apparently, I had another page open for uh, for stuff about that. Uh, apparently, it just means style and was a modern art movement developed in the Netherlands in the early 20th century encompassing painting architecture and design de stills was founded by piet mondrian and theo van dosberg in 1917 based upon strict ideals of vertical and horizontal geometry Mm. um which um if you ever listen to uh jack white talk about i mean if you look at just look at the um the album itself the album cover um it's all vertical and horizontal rectangles um if you ever uh, listen to Jack White talk about his uh, his like uh, vision for the band, he um, he wanted a a very simple aesthetic, um, and uh, he's he's I've heard him describe it almost um, heard him describe like the aesthetic and uh, also um, how he wanted uh, Meg's drums to sound as childlike. Oh well, yes. He kind of wanted them to appear as like. He kind of wanted them to be like almost like cartoon characters, um, which is why like the the he they you know the band has a almost like um, the band almost has like a a a, a, a color system. Um, it's usually just like white, red, black, mm-hmm. um, and it even goes in so much as to um, the guitars that Jack White plays um, even uh, fit that color scheme. I believe. Um, uh, more most famously, uh, one of his uh, shit. What is it? I think it's an airline. It's a it's a department store. It's like an old department store guitar. From oh like right, sixties. Yes, yes. Um, it's a it's a red. It's a basically like a red plastic guitar with a white pickguard. Um, and on the uh, the uh, the uh, front head of the uh, kick drum basically looks like a peppermint candy. Um, and uh, so yeah, so it's um. Scrolling down to um, to charts, uh, French albums uh, peaked at 164. UK albums peaked at 137, and the US uh, Billboard Independent albums peaked at 38. Um, the band was, uh, or the album, I'm sorry, was referred to as a referred to as a sleeper hit because um, uh, people uh, didn't really find this album. It was one of those things where they. I think White Blood Cells had White Blood Cells have um, fell in love with a girl. I think so. Yeah. Um, here I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah, fell in, so White the White Blood Cells the album after this had fell in love with a girl, and that's kind of when like they, they started gaining popularity. Um, 
So it was people kind of went back after the fact, which, discovering them to listen to their older shit. Which is not a um, bad so, song. I will say that. I, I don't mind that. So- I, I I don't mind that song. I don't think it's a bad song. I fell in love with a girl. I don't know. So. Um, do you remember the music video for that? The, nope. The, the Legos? Do not. I do not. Uh, it was a cool music video. Um, but yeah, I mean, the album is just kind of, it's this weird uh, amalgamation of, um, oh, I didn't mention earlier, um, another, the factoid, it was recorded, it's, it's listed as recorded as at Third Man Studios, uh-huh. even though they say it was recorded in um, Jack White's living room. Um, okay. Third Man Studios is now, which I think Paul, you deal with Third Man's. Uh, I do. Studio, I, uh, I deal with uh, URP, uh, which is the uh, basically the distributor behind Third Man Records. So mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. Yeah, Third Man Records is like it's a um, just basically like a, a it's a giant pressing plant uh-huh. in Detroit, yep. where um, Jack White is from. Um, I've actually seen videos. Um, they have a thing. They have a setup where you could basically go and perform. They have a stage in the in the building. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they you put can those go and perform and basically press put something right to vinyl. Yep. Um, from your live performance. And they and they put those albums out periodically, and they and they do it very very generic generically, and I think it works too. Like they'll you know I I can't think of. I can't think of someone who's done it like recently, but like, um, you know, it'll basically just be in a brown, um, brown, uh, sleeve, you know, and it might, it might have the name on, on what it is, but they're called like the third man sessions and stuff like that. And some of them are pretty cool. Some of them just like, I don't even know who this is. So, you know, so I don't even bother, but no, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. Uh, the things they do and you know, you gotta, you gotta give it to Jack White, um, for, um, and third man and, URP for like pushing the uh, record store day stuff, which record store day was just uh, this past Friday on black Friday. Um, of course I can't get any record store day shit, but like, I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bitch a minute. I'm going to bitch a second because um, I, I noticed somebody posted a thing uh, on Facebook about, you know, Hey, you know, you missed record store day or your local record store was sold out of your stuff. Um, you know, you can you can avoid the price gouging people on discogs and uh you know record store day now has this thing where you can basically you you put in a zip code or you look for for an album now they've they've had they have a thing on their website now where you can uh then look for you can basically look for the record store day things online so if you have the brick and mortar store you can get the the records into your brick and mortar store um and uh you know but now you're allowed to sell them online after the fact and so i posed the question i was like well does this does this open the door because it could because the person actually specifically said price gouging online sellers and uh and i was like hey does this does this possibly open the door for independent non-price gouging online online only sellers to sell record doors record store day stuff and uh it's basically don't know no so the the thing that bothers me about it is is like you know, I love Record Store Day. I love the idea of Record Store Day. I love a brick and mortar record store. I want to open up a brick and mortar record store at one point. I just had to pop up last Friday, but it's like, you know, who do you think was price gouging that shit? You know what I mean? Like all that stuff that's on there was not someone going in and buying two copies of something, keeping one, and then turning around and doubling the price on Discogs. The price gouging also came from the people who were able to get the records because they have a brick and mortar record store and they just didn't sell them. So then they went online yeah. 
and they price gouged them. Not all of them, not all sellers do that, but some of them do. Or they don't even put it all out. Maybe because like, because the limited, the quantities are so limited, maybe they only get one, right? And there's like, you know, there's a, there's a big demand for it, but they only get one. Okay, well, let's hold that back off the shelf and just say we didn't get any. And then let's put it online for triple the price. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it, it, I, I get it. I get the idea. Again, I support the idea of Record Store Day. I just think that they need to start also acknowledging the fact that it's, you know, it's not 1985. Do you know what I mean? We do yeah. live in a digital world now. Um, and uh, there are online sellers who are not, you know, like... And, and if you want to give record stores the, the, the legitimate shot at like selling this stuff first, cool, do that. I think, I think you should do it. I, I totally agree with it or, or make certain titles that you can only, they will only go into the brick and mortar stores. But then, I think that would be the better way to yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. Basically like, like for someone like you, who is a, like you said, a non price gouging, right. Um, which when we're done this rant, I'm going to talk to you about a price gouging uh, record dealer that I just had to deal with. Okay, cool. Um, uh, which again, I don't. I'm not going to. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Um, I think that would be the 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 better move. Is like like you said, we do live in a digital world. Right. Right. Um, my mom was just talking about um, on Black Friday, she uh, drove our brother Zach up to uh, his house very very early and then she went out to a store because she's like i've never done it before <laughs> and um i said to her i'm like it's probably not going to be that crazy i'm like black friday now isn't black friday what it was yeah 10 15 years ago exactly because anything i want on black friday mm -hmm. i can get on amazon anything yep. i can anything at my store that i wanted on black friday i could order online yep yep so um it's you don't have to you know camp out in front of a fucking walmart at three o'clock in the morning in the middle of the fucking winter to to buy a fucking big screen tv you can just order it on amazon from the comfort of your own home in your fucking underwear exactly um so i think that would be interesting is if they had almost like a, if they had a a record store day where thing where brick and mortars can this is the only the only place you can get this is a brick and mortar mm -hmm. um and then but there are online exclusive um, exactly to you know sellers like you who you know they, you're not you're not you know yep doubling tripling the the what yep. you what you what you pay for an album to to sell it um exactly you know and it's just it's just you know i'm not saying put the shit on amazon give it to walmart give it to target don't do those things give yeah. it to independence and i'm not the you, only independent out there i mean yes people it, give it to people who care about vinyl don't give it to the people who who will like you're not trying to exploit it. I feel like if you give them to, you know, you give them to like a big box or like yeah, a Walmart exactly, or, exactly. or Amazon like that, you're just like, yes, you're, you're perpetuating vinyl, uh -huh. but you're, you're kind of, kind of dirty the way you're doing it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. You give, to, you give it to people who care about it and who like, uh -huh. like you want you like, I, I, uh, I, I was talking to, to somebody about it. I can't remember what the hell it was but i was like I, we were talking about something i'd like i'd much rather i'd much rather have like i think it was about guitars or something like that like i would much rather my guitar go to someone who i know is going to use it yep and enjoy it uh -huh. than someone who's just going to you know yeah yeah, yeah. away for 
hypothetically. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, and it's fine. It's, it's my little rant. Like I said, still love Record Store Day. Love love what they do. Love the idea of it. Love supporting brick and mortars. Um, again, I want to open up a brick and mortar. Like, when we did the, the pop-up on Friday night, it was so much fun. There were a ton of people there. Sold a bunch of records, had a good time. We had a nice fire going. It was, it was, it was just fun. It was, it was a really good night, and you know, so I definitely want to do that in-person experience. It's just better. It's, it's ultimately it's better. And I, honestly, I will sell more records in person than I will online. You know, just at at any given time. So that's 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 you know, it's I I I'll get there. But like you know, I would get there faster if uh, Record Store Day would uh, stop being dicks. But, um, but anyway, so so you picked this album. Why why did you pick this? Album? Wait wait. I, I, I oh okay. Oh, oh sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. On the topic of, of, of I, price gouging I asshole vinyl people. I don't know if it's price gouging. I don't know if he's price gouging. Okay. Um, I'm not as uh, I'm not as uh in, well informed as Paul. Oh. Um, but uh, I'm it's you know tis the season, so I'm I'm starting to buy. Um, I was starting to buy a couple Christmas presents. Okay. And um, my daughter is all she ever tells you she wants is beads. She likes to make necklaces and bracelets. Right, right, right. Yep. And I'm tired of fucking buying her beads. And it's a what's what is her what is her thing? Let's give her a little plug on Instagram. She's she's on. Uh, it's uh, it's H L. Uh, it's H L. Here, give me a second. Yep, I'm um, looking it up too. I, I know it's like it's like a pun. It's like beautiful, or it's gonna bug the shit out of me. H L underscore Beautifuls, B E A D I F U L S. There you go. Uh, she does a, uh, she does live streams every once in a while, and um, the kid will just literally sit there to herself with headphones in on the couch for like four hours, just stringing beads on shit. Yep. So, yep. Um, and they look I'm cool. Tired of, I'm tired of buying her beads as gifts. Okay. Um, that's all she ever wants. Um, so I decided that. Um, I, I, I bought her, a, this won't be her first cause I bought her a record before. Um, so did I, I and she was a, like, what? Uh, huh? <laughs> so did I. And she was like, ew, I don't like records. Yeah. <laughs> I bought her a, uh, a 45 of, uh, a country singer. She used to like, uh, okay. Devin Dawson ah. doing a Christmas song. I can't remember what it was. Okay. Um, but if you've, if you've talked to my daughter in the past, I don't know, year, um, the first thing she will ask you is if you know the band of Mice and Men. Right. Um, so I looked online, I looked on Discogs, and searched the Mice and Men album that she listens to all the time, and there was like four or five copies of it listed. I Well, first I checked to see if Paul would be able to get it, and I think I talked to you about it before, but it's out of press. Yeah, it's out of press, it's out. Of, it's on back order. I've, I, yeah, I think I know which album you're talking about. So it yeah. might not have even been like listed on the site, so... Yeah, I um I looked so I looked it up on Discogs. There uh-huh. was about four or five copies of it listed. Uh huh. Um, I ended up buying the cheapest one. Okay. Which was fifty. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it also I was as I was scrolling through it, I was looking at them going, "Oh, Paul would hate this because they were all <laughs> listed as like near mint." Yeah. Although the one I think that I bought is factory sealed. Okay, so and it's and it's only listed as near mint. It's yeah, I think oh. it's I think or no, it's it probably listed. As, as, no, but they were all either listed as near mint or mint. Okay, I think the one I bought 
is factory sealed and listed as mint. Yeah, if you got if you got it factory sealed listed as mint, it's not a regularly available album and you paid fifty dollars for it, it's probably it's probably a good deal. Um, you probably made out. And the other thing, the the seller, I cannot remember the seller's name. Um, if you give me a second, I will go into my email. So if uh, I can't fucking find nah, it, I wouldn't worry about. Um, but uh, the the lead singer of the band that she, this band that she likes, um, is uh, also in an, was also in another band called Attack Attack. Um, so I I found that album, also of all like mm-hmm. the two that were listed. Um, were listed as near mint or mint or whatever yeah. the hell they were, and I think I bought the cheaper one, which was I believe forty. Okay. Yeah. So for the two albums with all the shipping and with the shipping and stuff, it came out to like a hundred bucks. Yeah, that doesn't really seem that bad. I mean, it's probably a little higher than MSRP, but you know, then you get into supply and demand. Like, there's records that like, am I price gouging because you know I I I have a record that is not readily available so i sell it for a hundred dollars you know what i mean like yes and no you know there there is there is kind of a uh a fine line it's just you know it it it, i think price gouging goes like when you when you like literally just grab all of it and then you're like well nobody else has it because i have it all and now i'm gonna charge whatever i want you know i think there's a difference between like okay cool like i got this record and here's what's market value for it. Okay, cool. That's market value. Yeah. So it's not like you're just holding on to it and then gouging it for, for the sake of, of making a, a, a huge profit. So honestly, from, from what it sounds like, you, you got a pretty you got a pretty good deal there. So yeah. Um but I, what the other thing is I got is like, oh shit, you know. When so my daughter doesn't live with me, she lives with her mom. Um when she when I lived with my ex you know, she was there all the time and I had the record player in the basement. So she had some to too. Uh-huh. I'm also going to get her one of those. Uh, Paul a while back gave me a uh, little travel suitcase. suitcase record player. Player. Yep. My, my record, my actual turntable that lives in Paul's girl that lives in the, in the Oswald record garage. Um, I need to actually take it apart and work on it because the speed selector is fucked up. If I'm not mistaken, it's currently stuck on 45. It might be. I don't um, know. Um, <laughs> huh? It might be. I haven't. I haven't looked at it. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get her one of those. Uh. One of those briefcase style uh, nice. players as well, which is gonna be another fun task of teaching a blind child how to play a record. Yeah. Yeah. That could be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Now, what I'm thinking about doing is, um, I'm thinking about basically. And I want to ask your opinion on it to see if this would, if you think this would be detrimental to the to the vinyl itself. The only thing I can think of to teach her how to do it, because with the with the briefcase style ones, they don't automatically set. Right. So what I was thinking about teaching her is basically to find the edge with her fingertip, and then basically just like like put the the needle, yeah. the arm like at next to that, and mm-hmm. then she should be in. Like the close that, enough range, the little two, that little minute of dead wax at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's fine just as long as her hands are clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I don't want to get up there with like a dirty hand and get like fucking shit into the grooves or anything like that. But yeah, no, I think I think yeah. she's a smart kid. She's yeah, I think she'll figure it out too. So she'll get there. Yep. <laughs> we'll, turn, we'll, we'll, turn her, we'll, we'll turn her into a uh, we'll 
we'll turn it into in, into our little vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. They're, they're... Maybe maybe we'll get her really into vinyl, and then she'll like really regret that she didn't like wasn't more into uh, the Stevie Wonder album. You got? It. Yeah, I know, right, right. <laughs> So um okay so back to it okay so why why did you pick this album why why did you put me through this torture? Um, I picked this <laughs> album because I I've always I've always enjoyed the White Stripes. Um, uh, I know Paul does not at all. Um, <laughs> I I actually own in my collection I own two White Stripes albums and I wasn't sure which one I wanted to put up. Um. I'm trying to find the name of the other one just because I can never fucking remember it. Um, I have Dave Stilge and I have, um, it's a live album. Okay. Uh, it's called the, the great, it's, it's called like the great white Northern lights or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I think that is what it's under called. The great, under oh, yeah. the great yep, white yep, Northern yep. lights is what the, what the album is. The live album is called. Right. Um, so I debated going back and forth um, with that, um, but then I I I, I just kind of gravitated more towards um, more towards this one. Uh-huh. Although, if I'm not mistaken, um, if I remember correctly, um, under the Great White Northern Lights, yeah, it has actually a really good live cover of Jolene on it. Ah. Um, but um, I went with Dave Stills just because I I feel like Dave Stills is uh, more representative of what got me into the white stripes um they just have it's very it's at the end of the day it's 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 blues it's simplistic blues okay yeah the twist to it um i think i heard someone um someone talking about the white like talking it was like a like a reel on instagram or something where they're talking about like just random bands and kind of like poking fun at them <laughs> um and um, one of the things that they were talking about was um, was the White Stripes and how Jack White really just wants to be Blind Willie McTell, um, which is funny because the last song on this it's album Blind is Willie McTell song. Blind yeah. McTell song. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Blind Willie McTell, uh, William Samuel McTell, is a he's a he's an old blind blues guitarist, and his shit's good. Yep. I understand why someone would want to emulate that, uh-huh. um, but that got you know that's what got me, got me into it was it's just kind of, it's just it's simple it's 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 blues it's catchy, um, and uh, you know it's something it's the first uh, <laughs> first thing I ever learned first recognizable thing I ever learned how to play on guitar was the the riff from Seven Nation Army okay um, just you know so it's. The, the white stripes have always had a special place in my heart. I remember um, that uh, uh, our brother Zach introduced me to, we always had like Napster and LimeWire and Kazaa and all that shit. Um, and then Zach introduced me to Torrents. Okay. And uh, the first thing I downloaded was uh, in about 20 minutes, I downloaded the entire discography of the white stripes. Right. Um, and uh and you and, also ended yeah, up with a um with the virus that took all your bank information as well too right yeah, yeah. yeah. well i mean i was like i was in high school so mm-hmm. i didn't really have bank information at that point <laughs> um but uh it, it did give my computer uh virtual aids there you go so <laughs> there you go <laughs> um 
but yeah, I've just I just always enjoyed the white stripes, uh, and like I said, the simplistic the simplicity of it, um, the catchiness of it. Um, I kind of and I, I like that that DIY aspect. Okay. Um, not with their, you know, not with the more recent stuff, but with this with this uh, album. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just uh, it's, and I always joke. A buddy of mine always would talk trash on Jack White, um, about his guitar playing and how you know, like how shitty it was. It's was not. Like, it's not, he's not a shitty guitar player at all. That's the thing. He's not a shitty yeah. guitar player. But like yeah. I said a little bit ago. The I think he he kind of adapts his ability to the motif that he was going for with the band with like I said like the cartoon character like right. childlike almost right um, so so yeah I, I I went I ended up going with this album uh, over under the Great White Northern Lights just because um I I, I think I talked about before uh, I would have included I would have taken uh the Bob Dylan greatest hits volume one actually over blonde on blonde, but I was trying to steer away from right. Greatest hits greatest stuff. Hits. Yep. Your, your um, whole season two I, is going to be all greatest hits, isn't it? Huh? All of season two for you is going to be like, like all greatest hits albums, isn't it? I don't think I have that many greatest hits. Albums. <laughs> I, I have volume one and two of Bob Dylan. <laughs> uh, I think I might have a rolling. St- I got, I got a lot of classical greatest. Yeah. Hits. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Um, you know, real quick though, but like making fun of like black, black, uh, Jack White, who was not in High Fidelity, that was Jack Black. Um, so there is, um, there there was a time when like like I don't I'm not I, I will not call myself a White Stripes fan. They have a couple good songs I like. Seven Nation Army is not one of them. Um, but like you know I can I can at least you know when they have a good song I can recognize it. And I remember the one time this was when I was working at Soundstage Direct. I walk in one morning, and uh, there was this dude Justin who worked there. And I hear this music playing and I just stop. I'm like, man, this is really fucking good. What is it? And he just starts shaking his head. And I was just like, what, what, like, what, what is this? He's like, he's like, man, it's, it's the new Jack White. It's Blunderbuss. And I was like, fuck, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I think I like this. He's like, I know. I think I do too. It was like the worst thing in the world. He reminds me of. Uh, <laughs> he reminds me of in High Fidelity, which Jack Black did star in. Jack Black did star um, in that, yes. Not Jack uh, White. When they, when uh, uh, John Cusack walks into the record store, uh-huh. and he's like, "What is this?" And he's like, "It's those two skater fucks." And he's like, "It's <laughs> really fucking good." I know. That's that's <laughs> really. Say how, that, he, that he enjoys it. That was that was honestly that was the moment that we had. We were just like, I was like, oh god, no, oh. Um, so I do, I do enjoy, you know, Jack White stuff, you know, and he's done like collaborations with other people, like the racketeers. He, he's that, that stuff's pretty cool. Um, there's been a couple other things uh, that I can't think has, of. Um, the racketeers, he had the dead weather, dead weather. That's another one. Yeah. I mean like, so um, I think now he's just putting out shit as just Jack White. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like, I think I've liked his well, stuff. Well, the Thunderbus was just listed as Jack, Jack White. White. Yep. 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 I, I, and that's the thing. I think I've liked his stuff that's not the white stripes you know so um overall you know I, I i would i would definitely enjoy it more but uh yeah so i don't i don't and i don't think he's a bad guitar player and i and that's the other thing too like i don't i'm not gonna shit on meg white's drumming like a lot of people will shit on her oh she's a horrible drummer you know what with this fucking album there was nothing else she could do anyway like the drumming that she actually does for this album is actually pretty fucking perfect but um yeah. But I'll get into why it's also pretty fucking perfect for this album and 
and what they put out in a, in a minute. But yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it goes without saying that I, um, I like this album. Um, I, like I said, I enjoy the white stripes a bit. Um, uh, and I think we, we've already kind of got a taste of what Paul thinks of it. Paul, <laughs> you want to go more in depth of, of how you feel? Well, the first thing I've written down here is this album sucks. Uh, <laughs> to put it frankly now nah, so and it does i really i don't like the album um to me what this sounds like and this is this is why i will say that i think for 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 what she did i think meg white's drumming is actually perfect for this album what this album sounds like to me as a full fucking album it has like a couple different themes to it is like number one this sounds like the demos you would make to then take to the band or take to the studio and say okay let's start from here and then make a fucking full album from and make full yeah. songs from it. But they didn't, they literally just fucking recorded this bullshit. And we're like, okay, cool. That's the, al- that's, that's the album, which is why it also made me think like, and, and after looking up and seeing they had albums after this, I was like, Oh my God, I was, I was wrong. This album sounds like what an artist puts out because they have one more like record they have to put out to fulfill their contract with the, with the label. And then they could go search another label and get a good deal. That's what I thought this was too. And so I was like, no, this, this, this isn't that <laughs> they put out more record. It's like, Oh my God. It's like, you know, cause like, like, um, there's bands that'll do that. Be like, fuck, I want out of this contract. I want out of this. I want away from this label. Let me just put out whatever the fuck I can just fucking 10 songs I can get together. And then I'm, then I'm out. Then I'm out. I fulfill my contract all good that's that's what i thought this was but it 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 wasn't i do i do like the fact that is that it is mainly blues themed um i don't think their other albums are like necessarily themed like that i don't think they're really bluesy right they're more just like kind of like 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 in your face indie rock type of stuff right yeah they they i mean there's some there's some definitely um there's definitely some some like bluesy elements to right. their other albums, okay. but not in the way that this album is. Right. Um, Which I don't. I don't. Yeah, like you said, it's kind of like uh, their other stuff. I would. I could. I would almost describe their other stuff as like what would happen if indie rock and punk had a baby. Okay. All right. That, and, that and that's baby fair. Only wore three colors. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. And that, and that that's fine. And um, you know, I do love the blues. And like I said, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't hate the idea of the white stripes. I just don't think this album is good. Like I just, it's, it's, it's recorded poorly. It's mixed poorly. It's the songs are not very well written in my opinion. Um, like the better songs on, on the album are the songs that other people wrote, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. the two covers they do. Um, they, they, they definitely, rip off the Beatles in the one song. It's basically just like something you would hear on fucking revolver or, or, you know, um, Abbey road or something. And then, um, you know, they also kind of like, kind of look at like old, like a uh, fucking Led Zeppelin and they kind of try to steal that a little bit, but like, you know, which according to you, Led Zeppelin stole. That's anyway, not, so. that's not according to me. That is, um, that is a uh, litigation that has been, uh, yeah, that's, found. A, that's, that's, actually, that's, uh, that's uh, yeah. Been proven in court yes. That's not, that's not a, that's not a, uh, you know, well, Paul thinks no, it's been proven in court that Led Zeppelin stole blue sauce, but that's the thing. So here's, here's what I will say though, is that this album, like I just mentioned two bands that like, Oh yeah, it sounds like a Beatles song and, you know, and the other one sounds like, like Led Zeppelin. 
the white stripes aren't stealing anything in this in this album um they are influenced by the blues they're influenced by old blues and old blues wrist but they are definitely doing their own thing with those things so there is the difference there between between straight up plagiarize plagiarism and inspiration and i and i do feel that this this album was inspired and not stolen so so i'll say that i'll say that for it um so so we're about like god when did we pick this like like two weeks ago was it was when we picked this album or three weeks ago um i listened to it pretty hard i have not like we were supposed to record this last week um I did not listen to this album all week, and I'm very thankful for that. I did. I, did. I was like, "Oh my god, I, I can't, I can't do it." But uh, I do have a thing here that so Michael, who was supposed to be the guest on this, uh, had a, had a little spreadsheet where he uh, he wrote down his thoughts of this album since he was supposed to be on here, and uh, I'm gonna take you through it real quickly because I did promise him that I that I would I would do this over. Um, over the uh, podcast so we'll do it we'll do it real quick this is this is the opinions of our uh, brother michael the oldest of both seasons and the uh, namesake for the uh, box of mike um which now houses michael stripe our skunk um so here you go he went song by song all right uh you're pretty good looking for a girl song just sucks hello operator rim shot breaks i don't know what that horrible rim shot breaks uh little bird at least the guitar riffs have hit have the hint of the blues in them. What's the 20 million breaks? Tempo shifts are clearly led by the guitar, not the drums. Apple Blossom is Jack spawned from a Beatle. Great piano accompaniment. That's the song that I also think sounds like a Beatles song. Uh, I'm bound to pack up. Shakers are legitimate percussion instruments unless played like that. So I guess he doesn't like her uh, drumming. Uh, De- death letter a 15 minute drum lesson here and there would be and there would go so long a long way Sunhouse is rolling over in his grave again i'm not gonna i'm not he's he is a drummer um i'm yeah. not gonna i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna fuck with meg wagon about her drumming about this because number one i don't think she could have done anything with the way these songs are presented number two like i feel their demo quality so you you know the drums you know, you, you're, it's, it shouldn't be said. It's almost like, okay, cool. That sounds good. That's our song now. They didn't, it doesn't feel like they did anything to, to get it to the next level. Um, sister, do you know my name? He has why, just why. Uh, tr- truth doesn't make noise. Woohoo, piano again. Uh, a boy's best friend. Disclaimer, no click tracks were harmed during this recording. I guess it's all over the place tempo-wise. Um Let's build a home. We finally learned how to go over 100 beats per minute. Uh, jumble, jumble. I got nothing. Uh, why can't Why can't you be nicer to me? Was going okay until we went back to the break and stops. And your southern can is mine. Finally consistent timing. Guess it's easier when you can listen to the original. At least they did Blind Willie McTell justice on this one. So <laughs> those are Michael's thoughts on... Uh, on um, the white stripes dish shit. That's awesome. <laughs> um, there was something um, when I just said earlier where uh, that I saw the thing where someone said that basically Jack White just wants to be an old black man playing blues guitar. Hey. Um, Don't we all though? It, huh? Don't we all? I mean, at the end of the day, that's all we yeah. want. Um, but um, there's a, I think I've talked about it before. I know I've talked about it with Paul before. I may have mentioned it on the podcast as well. Um, there's a documentary um, 
which the it's uh oh yeah Jimmy you can talk about this yep the edge uh from u2 and jack white uh it's called they might it, it might get loud yes um and i wish i could remember what he is playing um in the thing but at one point in the in the documentary uh jack white's playing just an old shitty sounding like pressed on garbage blues record um and it's literally and the way he talks about it is like it's it's uh it's literally the the song is just a guy kind of like clapping and stomping his foot uh-huh. out of time and singing and um jack white's talking about it in the sense of like you know it's out of time it, you know he doesn't have a great voice it's, it's kind of just this put thrown together he's like but you know like i heard that and like that's what i wanted to do like i heard that that out that song and i've just been trying to do that ever since um so it kind of lends to michael uh talking about uh no click tracks were harmed in the making of this album. <laughs> um, being tempo all over the place like you know he's, he's trying to emulate this thing where you know it's it's it, it doesn't it it you know, there it doesn't have a, a distinct formula you know it's it, yeah. or a a path it's just kind of he's just trying to do this thing where he's just trying to put you but know, but that's something out that's the thing there's one thing about being raw and there's another thing about like developing it you know what i mean yeah. like that that like like i probably if they if they and honestly if this is what they took the time to do and then put out then maybe i'm wrong you know what i mean maybe i'm like oh god no really this is the best you could do but I don't think it is like, I mean, I've heard his guitar playing and you know, they have other albums. Like it just, it, it just, it just feels, it just, this album just feels lazy to me. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, you know, it, it feels, it feels like the first step towards a lot of really good ideas, but you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to stop here and put this out, which is again, why I thought it was an album they were trying to get out of a record uh, deal on like, like, okay, let's fulfill our contract. Boom. If that was the case, I would actually respect this album so much more. Uh, Do you know what I mean? But it's not the case. So it's just really like, wow, like, what did you, what, like, I know it was like post their divorce. Um, so it's like, did you think you couldn't, re- you know, were you just trying to work together? So this is like, let's see if this happens. Did things get tense? But they put out like what, like three or four more albums after this? Decent amount. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, yeah, obviously you could, you, you know you could get past your, your personal baggage and you were able to work together at least for a while. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I am not a fan. I don't, I don't really have anything um, <laughs> much else to say. So about after, it. after this, they right. released white blood cells, elephant, get behind me, Satan and Icky thumb. Yeah, exactly. And, and live album in the process. And, and I know, you know, elephant and Icky thump are supposed to be, and I haven't listened to them. So I, you know, I don't know. So I'm not going to pass judgment. But I know they're supposed to be two amazing fucking albums, you know. So I'll, I'll give it at least that credit. So Wait, it's I'm just sorry. I, I didn't hear you. What did you say? Which ones? Yeah, uh, Elephant and Icky Thump are supposed to be two incredible albums. Um, I can't remember, but one time I was over, and you had a White Stripes album for sale. I still have that I White Stripes. Oh. Yeah. Huh? It's Elephant. Yeah. And it's Is like it Elephant. No, I don't think it's Elephant. No, it's. I think. You... Give me a second. I'll tell you exactly which one it is. Okay. All right. I, I just have to, I have to see the picture. I mean, I have Elephant. I have Elephant on like a special like anniversary colored vinyl. It's over in the the other bins right now. I'm not. I can't. I can't really easily pull it out because I have the stuff for the uh, 
the um I haven't put these stuff for the pop ups back onto the shelf no. yet. You you had a copy you had a copy of Icky Thump for sale. Oh, did I? Okay, all right. And you had you had a, you had a couple of them. Okay. And I remember I was overdoing something. I can't remember. I think I was doing work on the house or something. Uh huh. And I was like, oh shit! I'm like, I was like, check that out. And you're like, oh, take it. Ah, right. yeah, I might have got it. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Well, then maybe yeah. I put it back. I don't know. Hold on. Uh, I don't see it there now, so it must be over in the bins, or or I sold them all. So, <laughs> yeah, but I, I do know I have an elephant. A Vicky um, Thump that you 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 gave to me for some for when the like, random time I was there and I, I forgot to grab it. it was yeah. like, oh fuck! It's all good. It's all yeah. good. So, yeah. Actually, yeah. Vicky Thump probably has my my favorite um, White Stripes song on it. Okay. There's a song called uh, "You Don't Know What Love Is, You Just Do As You're Told." All right, yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds yeah. sounds about my past love life. So yeah. <laughs> that's all changed thanks to my wonderful wife Katie. So um, yeah, so I I honestly I don't really have much else to say about this album. Not just really overall not a fan. I I figured you I figured you would. I figured yeah. you wouldn't have much. Yeah. <laughs> um, I figured it would be it would be very much like uh, like saying although you had a lot to say about how much you hated saying anything. Yes. Um, but I figured I, 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 I had like a, a glimmer of hope that maybe like this would somehow turn you around on the white stripes. But I figured it wasn't going to. If, if, um, if anything, it would be, I, I, I anticipated this being a relatively short episode. I will say if anything, you have uh, disserviced the white stripes by picking this album because like, I, I never really took the time to really listen to the white stripes. Um, fell in love with the girl. I don't think is a bad song. Um, uh, seven nation army. I don't particularly like, um, so, but I never really delved, excuse me. I never really delved into the, to the white stripes. I just, I just never did. Um, so, you know, but again, I, I, I have liked, you know, I liked Blunderbuss. I liked, you know, some of Jack White's other stuff. So it's been one of those bands where I'm like, eh, maybe I should, maybe I should give them a little bit more attention. But if it's, if the rest of their stuff is anything like this album, I, you actually maybe save me some time. I don't, I don't know. So, you know, or you might have actually turned me off more to the White Stripes than than, than previous. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. By the way, I I I already drank another Saranac and this one's the season's best or nut brown lager. This nut brown lager is probably the best one in their like kind of like holiday um uh mixed pack there. The nut brown lager is really really nice. I'm currently drinking uh the Shiner birthday beer. Ah. Uh chocolate stout. Okay. Nice. Nice, um, nice. It's not bad. Good. Good enjoy stuff. It. Good stuff. Um, I've, I'm I've, I I enjoy stouts. I enjoy the chocolate ones. Um it's not um I'm trying to think of uh, what was the what was the the Trogues one that I brought over. The oh yeah the co- the Coca la whatever something I forget what the name yeah. is. They're they're still in the fridge. We still got a bunch in the I, fridge. No one likes them besides me. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I would say this is kind of on um, on the same level. As oh, okay, that. all right, cool. I probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> cool. It's better. It's better than the well. I think the issue. I do enjoy the the Yingling with the Hershey. I could drink like one. I was just hoping for more, mm. and I didn't get it. Speak- so it kind of that beer kind of let me down. Speaking of uh, Yingling, um, 
not that you know we're we're yingling, but uh, Jack and I, um, and if you go on to the Country Hipster TikTok, um, you can see our little post today. We bottled our black and tan today. Oh shit! Did yeah, you? When's it yeah. gonna be ready? Uh, about two weeks. About two weeks. Oh, so it'll, it'll, yeah, we'll bottle condition it for about two weeks. So the technically the stout the 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 you know what we didn't put into the black and tan. So we we took we made five gallons of stout, five gallons of cream ale. We took two and a half gallons of each to make the black and tan. So we had two and a half gallons left over of stout and two and a half gallons left over of cream ale. So we did bottle those individually. They're technically ready right now because um, they've been in the bottle for two weeks already. Um, but I'm going to wait to do anything because I want to do a whole like tasting of, of all of them on the uh, the podcast in about two weeks. So, um, yeah. Wait, so you didn't, use, you didn't use all of the stout and the cream ale? Right. So when we make them, we make them in five-gallon batches, right? Okay. Okay. So instead of basically making a 10-gallon batch of black and tan, because what if it tastes like shit? true okay so we made another we so i have three ferments again, you can make a five gallon of anything and it could taste like shit. that's true so that's true always, right you're always taking that risk right but you know it's 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 different to have you know 10 gallons of shit and five gallons of shit yeah which is what true. we might have so so we have we had uh we took two and a half gallons because we also only have three fermenters so we took two and a half gallons of stout two and a half gallons of cream ale put them into one five gallon fermenter then we bottled the stout and the cream ale separately and then today we bottled our black and tan and we put them in the big bottles so it's like the shareable bottles um it should be so so it's funny i can't really figure out a, a real abv on it because i i don't i don't know how to but like <clears throat> i was able to figure out and the reason is because we mixed them so the abv on the the uh stout is about like 4.5 and the ABV on the uh, the cream ale is like 5.25. So mixing them together, we're going to say we probably have around a 475 to 5% beer um, with the black and tan. Is, you know, is, I'm just taking like the law of averages there and saying that's probably around where it is. So we'll we'll uh, we'll find out what it's like in about um, two weeks when it's been bottle conditioned long enough to uh, to carbonate in there. So. You um you should you should stop caring about ABV, and like you should just start like listing it as like how many of them it takes to get you fucked up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, I don't think you could do that. We're not we're a home brewing, so it doesn't really matter if we're legal or not. So yeah. so maybe we should do so that. You're yeah. not spelling it. You're just like you're just drinking it and giving away to your friends. Yep. 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 So, so it's just like oh this is a this is a this one is a four a Paul four. Yes. In a Jack three. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, the plan is um, on the podcast here at the, at the beginning of one of the episodes is to do, we'll taste the cream ale. We'll taste the uh, stout. We will taste a yingling black and tan. And then we will taste uh, the come out. You black and tans is what is, which is what Ad uh, Jack wanted to uh, name our black and tan after the uh, wolf tone song. So, hmm. yeah. So, so there you go. So you, do you have anything else to say about this album? Um, just that don't take Paul's word as gospel. <laughs> I don't think and, anybody does. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, test those waters for yourself. Maybe don't listen to this. Maybe like Paul said, start with, uh, start with elephant, start with icky thumb. Um, shit. Even start with, you know, 
Under the Great White Northern Lights. Yeah. Um, great, Under the Great White Northern Lights is essentially just like, um, if I if I, if I'm pretty if I'm mistaken, it's basically, uh, like, them touring Get Behind Me Satan, with their greatest hits plus Get okay. Behind Me Satan shit. So. Okay. Um. Oh no! Like, actually, after that, because Icky Thump is on, um, uh, Icky Thump is on Under the Great White Northern Lights. But yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. You know, don't take, don't, don't, don't let Paul make your decision for you. Yes. No, don't, don't. Because, uh, you know, some people like bad music out there and that's okay. Some people like bad pizza yeah. too. That's okay. You're it's America. You're allowed to, you're allowed to like this bad stuff. Um, you know, um, so yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul. Yes. Let's be honest. Uh huh. Who gives a shit? You know? Nobody gives I mean, a shit. Nope. nope. Especially not my opinion. Yeah. What does that soon-to-be one-year-old baby angel think of this album? I'm one. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I say, does she hate it? Uh, I am wondering if she's my daughter. She likes this album. <laughs> she really did. She, you know, we and, and like it wasn't just like a one-time. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like you, you. I think you like it. Let's listen to it again sometime. And no, like there were some songs. I mean, she was definitely listening to it. She was definitely interested, um, you know, singing along to some stuff, more B sides, which I do, which I will say like, like what the later, the later um, tracks are better than the earlier tracks. Um, But no, a little, little bit more, a little more B sides. um, She was, she was into, but she definitely, it goes down as a like. So that gives you 10 likes and three dislikes to my nine likes and three dislikes and uh six indifference but no she um she did she did like it and uh you know i was a little i was like oh damn come on of all the albums you know i thought (laughs) thought we were going to be there i will say that like okay so this is the album i have liked the least since say anything but i don't i don't dislike it as much as say anything Okay. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, cause you know, say anything. I think I found one song I like, and then the rest was just shit. Right. In my opinion. Um, this one, I was able to find three that I liked, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a fourth if I really tried. Um, but, uh, you know, but I was able to, to find a top three, but, uh, but I'm interested to hear what your top three are. Um, I can't. I can't wait to hear the reactions. Um, uh, Hello, operator. I've always enjoyed. Oh, <laughs> I know. Um, uh, jumble, jumble. Okay. Actually, I might put jumble, jumble before uh, Hello, operator. Um, and uh, I'm a really big fan. It has partially to do with Katai, because um, it's also her favorite White Stripe song. Is you're pretty good looking for a girl. Yeah, see, I, I just that that was the first song, and I was just like, oh god, like as I'm listening, I'm like, this is this is what this is what we have to do, this is what I'm gonna fucking listen. To. I will say that the album got better from there, but although yeah. pretty pretty good looking, it's not even my least favorite. It didn't make it onto my uh, least favorite, but it was a, it was it almost got a dishonorable mention. Um, yeah. So um, my three are uh, I like Death Letter. Um, I say death letters. Death letters. I can also mention for me. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Again, not written by by them. Um, yeah. Let's let's build a home. Mm-hmm. I I actually dig that song. Um, and uh, little bird. 
Okay. So yeah, which is which is one of those little bird grew on me. I didn't I didn't <laughs> get it. Little bird grew on me. Um, I uh I wasn't really that into it at first, but it's like one of those like as I like went back and and listened to it, I was like, I was actually like singing the words a little bit. Uh, same thing happened with the. I'll, I'll give a, an honorable mention to a- Apple Blossom. Um, even though it does sound like a Beatles song, um, but like not bad Beatles. Like if this, if, if Asso- Apple Blossom was written by the Beatles, it would be one of the songs where I said the Beatles wrote a good song. You yeah. know what I mean? So, cause they did um, write some good songs. Apple, I just Apple don't know. Blossom's another one that I've always, mm-hmm. um, Apple Blossom is, is kind of, uh, honestly de- with this album, depending on my mood, you could probably interchange death letter, Apple Blossom, little bird yeah. with Hello operator jumble jumble and um um, pretty good looking so yeah cool cool my least favorite is uh truth does doesn't make a noise um yeah i just i didn't like it i didn't like the solos i didn't like the way it was recorded i didn't like the way it was mixed it's just yeah yeah (laughs) um i don't and i don't know why um it the song just kind of strikes me as like off with this album for my least favorite is I'm bound to pack it up. Okay. Hey, something about it. Um, listening to it. Um, it always just seems like it, it it's, I, I, I feel like it, 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 it might fit with the album, but it almost like seems to me like it, it shouldn't be where it is in the album. Okay. That's there's, and there's nothing. Oh, but what actually speaking of that made me, made me wonder and ask you, have you, have you followed through with what you said you were going to do a few weeks back? Listening to stuff on random. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So you're hearing it um, in different ways, I, and that's. I noticed, um, because and I think what I think that's a, that's something that kind of like struck me as weird, um, because I'm bound to pack it up. I don't know why, but it's like when I listen to it, I don't know what in my brain makes me associate it with it, but uh, I'm bound to pack it up, and your southern can is mine are like. Yeah. Very, in the same wheelhouse today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, and and your and southern. I almost think what yeah. happened was is I, I had the album on on random, and they played back to back. Okay, all right. Yeah, your 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 uh your southern can is mine is, it's not bad. Like again, it's it's by someone else. Um, you know, it's by Blind Willie McTell. I I didn't hate it enough to make it my least favorite, but I um, it it kind of throws in that like eh eh throw it away, throw this fucking yeah. album out. It looks like your album should be thrown out with the way uh where you got all that water fucking damage on there. Yeah, that album is absolutely. Thank God we thank God we go with a very good plus. Um, yeah, well because that album is fucked. Yes, your that album because you know what it is. I had my albums sorted alphabetically. Uh huh. And the white stripes was on the bottom shelf closest to the floor. So. Yep, yep. Now this thing is like it's got some fucking damage here. It's got water damage on the back, on the front. It's like, it's pretty, it's pretty fucked. The vinyl itself though, is not actually in too bad a shape. Um, the vinyl itself on, on your album here actually looks pretty solid. Um, you know, just normal wear. And, you know, I got some finger marks on it cause it actually is a little difficult to get it in and out of your sleeve. Um, cause yeah. the sleeve is, is water damaged. Um, but the vinyl yeah. itself looks pretty good. Like, um, depending on after cleaning it and how it played it, it, it visually, just right now, visually, I would actually probably um, give it an honorable, like, you know, conservative grade of very good. I wouldn't go very good plus visually, um, 
but I would go um, very good visually. And then depending on how it looked after cleaning and then playing it uh, would determine whether or not it was very good. Plus, I'd, which I think it, it would actually at least be in the running to um, to be very good. Plus, so so it's just the sleeve is is fucking destroyed on that thing. Um, but what you do have is a 2010 reissue, um, uh, which I had to like actually really take my time verifying it with the etchings. So the 2010, um, uh, reissue, um, has a little message on the etchings as well as the 2020 reissue the the, the anniversary version of it has a very similar message, but they're different, but they're actually two different things. They, they say similar things, but they don't say the same thing. Um, so it really did come down because it has the catalog number um, on both of them. But so so it really came down to the the actual wording that's written, um, which is like some some weird saying of, I don't know, something about a nun or some shit like that on on the one side. And, you know, and look out someone standing behind you on the other some some shit like that. I forget what it is, but like they're they're similar, but they're but they are different and they're different enough to to you know, you know, one's the 2010, one's the 2020. Um, your very good plus uh, value on this is $20.52, rounding you up to $21. Um, so that puts your running total. You are back into triple digits ahead of me. You are at $688 uh, based on 16 records. So you are plus $101 to me. I am at um, just three three digits ahead of you. Yes, well, that's what I said. Is that what I said? Three right. digits? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You, you, said, you said I'm back in three digits, but like I'm. Just oh, triple. There. Yeah, you know what? It doesn't matter. You're still in triple digits. It doesn't matter. Um, my running total is based on 15 records. Is at five hundred and eighty-seven dollars. So. So you're 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 spreading the lead, but your average dollar has gone down a little bit because this is only twenty-one dollars. Your your previous average dollar is like 45. So that gives me a couple bucks to work with. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, I still got, I still got some records to go. Still got 10, you know, you got nine left, you know, cause we're getting there. We're getting there at that point of the season. Um, so yeah, we started, we started this, what April, March. Well, we started, March. we started, uh, we started, uh, releasing them in April, but we started recording in March. Cause remember okay. we were, we were a little bit ahead, uh, the, uh, after the, uh, you know, when we, when we, you know, we've recorded a few episodes before we, before we actually started releasing them. So, yeah. um, yeah. So, you know, we're getting there, we're getting there and we're like, like, so I'm going to grab the box of mics so we can pick the episode, but the episode we're going to pick here is actually going to be, it's not going to be next week's episode. It's going to be two weeks from now. You got to remember we, we had some scheduling issues and some back and forth and recording this here and there and, and everywhere. So next week's episode is going to be technically a random record episode. It's going to be just myself and our brother, Mike. Um, and we will be discussing uh, sticks paradise theater. Um, that will be uh, just me and Mike discussing that Mike. Um, we may have been drinking before we decide the film. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it'll be good. So let me grab the box of mic real quick. Do I get to pick it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if we 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 had thought about it, we could. How awesome would that be if I just lifted up the envelope? I know. And I, it, this I know that would actually be pretty. I was thinking if we like maybe like did some like fucking crazy like um ahead of time bullshit, but we didn't do that because we don't we don't think that far. We don't think that far ahead. So I am gonna pick this one. All right, 
And I'm going to grab this one here. It's number nine. Nine, nine, nine. All right. So what do we got here? It's blue. So I think you might have another hat trick. There you go. You do. Fuck me. Oh, God. Really not looking forward to this. This is one of those ones where I saw it was on your 25, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking read it. I don't want Oh, no, I can read it. I can read it. I can read it just fine. It is Boxcar Racer, self titled album. Oh, shit. I've yes. been waiting for this yes. to come up because you're going to fucking hate it. Oh, God. <laughs> or do you know? Maybe this, maybe, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll surprise you. So tell me who Boxcar Racer is again. So, Boxcar Racer is a side project uh, featuring Tom DeLong and Travis Barker of Blink-182. Um, it's a, uh, it's, it's a, it came out, the album came out between Blink-182's album, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Oh, fuck, I forgot it's a cool-looking vinyl, too. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, um, they came out, the album came out between Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and Blink-182's self-titled album. Um, and they went on like a little bit of a, not like, a, I guess like a, you would say like a hiatus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's other, I can't remember the other two guys in the band, um, but we'll be able to talk about it. I'll have it, you know, all ready for, um, for the episode. Um, I'm sorry. Who did you but, say this was again? It was Travis and who? It was the, uh, Travis Parker and Tom DeLong guitars and drums isn't someone is and maybe i'm thinking maybe i'm mixing up my my you know super bands um but isn't someone from rancid involved with this or is that a different band um like a different side project not that i'm oh no uh travis barker was in had a side project called the transplants with, that's that's uh, what i was thinking okay okay yes uh, that's what i was thinking of yeah what's the fucking guy's name from Ransom? i forget i forget but tim yeah tim armstrong yes okay okay so yeah. that's now i wish this was the transplants because actually the, the few things i heard from them i didn't i didn't hate this um, um yeah yeah this this uh mm. <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not looking forward to this man i got to Ah, uh, God, and and yeah, and it's good. I've, I've been every so I have a couple brand. I have a uh, couple random box caresser songs uh, on the playlist that I listen to all the uh, time. And every time one of them comes on, I just think, <laughs> oh, man, Paul's gonna hate me. And this and this is gonna be. This is also I'm gonna have to deal with this for the next two fucking weeks too, because we're gonna probably record it for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wait, how many? How many is this in a row for me? This is hold on. I'd have to I'd have to put everything in, but I think this is your uh, I think this is a hat trick for you. So we have. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. This, this is two because I had Fugazi because we had a Fugazi, then we had a Fugazi repeater, and then we had the um, Christmas episode, and then the White Stripes, and now this. So yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So this is two in a row. So this is not a hat trick. Yeah. You finished yeah, up. Yeah, we had. Interpol yep. was before yes. Fugazi. Yeah, I, I I stopped your hat trick with Fugazi. Um now you're two in a row. So um yeah. Um so here we go. We we're gonna we're gonna go two in a row with uh, albums that I, I you know I probably am going to hate. So <laughs> Yeah. Two back to back to back to back, like what the fuck, man. That's all right. I'm sure I have a, a couple on mine that once we get to them, you're gonna be like, Why did you make me listen to that? So you mean in excess and you too and <laughs> ah, 
not. They're good albums. I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, sure. <laughs> they're classics. All right. Um, so um, I got I got nothing else to say about this shit. Do you Do you have anything else to say? Do you have any more else? Anything to add to this? No, just as I always say, go go listen to it. Yeah, go yeah. check it out. Cool. Listen to our discussion. Yep, yep. And uh, I think this actually worked out really well again. You know, I think I definitely definitely your volume is louder than it was uh, for Sean. When uh when we did the Fugazi repeater episode. Well, when we started with Sean, we had the volume. I forget what we started with. Yeah, the we started volume, low and then we ended. I yep. had the volume like maxed out. Yeah. I think this works out though. I think we. I think. I think this works. So you know, um, hopefully you're you are back in the uh, the Ottsville Record Garage next time, and you're not our field reporter or man on the street, wearing yeah. your uh, wearing your uh, Sex Panther. Sixty percent of the yeah. time, it works every time. Yeah. Every time it works, every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we real Panthers, so you know it's good. It is, it is pungent. Um, burns the nostrils. Uh, <laughs> on that note, I I have nothing else. How about you, sir? Not at all. All right. Well, then it is time to. Mama! Mama!